0: Before we hit the, uh, the little intro, the little ditty that I made, um, and start my day Friday, want to let everyone know that next week, which is June 3rd, right? Yes. We are going to have a huge announcement here on my day Friday. Mm -hmm. Okay. So make sure you put it in your calendar. Make sure you hit that subscribe button here just so you don't miss the podcast episode. Um, you're going to want to be here. First episode in June, huge announcement, my day Friday. Should I hit the button, Carla Marie? Hit it.
1: You know what? It's my day, Friday. It's my day, Friday. 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 What's up? It's Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy. And you're listening to my two favorite people, Carla Marie and Anthony. It's my day, Friday. Hi, I'm
0: Perry. Hi, I'm Leanne. Hi, I'm Jesse. Hi, I'm Jade. i we're little Mix. And you're listening to it's
1: my day friday
0: bitches yes yes it is my day friday and welcome to the podcast that started it all before we had a radio show before we had a daily podcast before we had a twitch channel
1: oh my god it was a merch collection a clothing line yeah
0: it was my day friday it was the o-o-o-g original 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 gangster okay Thank you. Not really a gangster podcast, though.
1: I always thought like OG meant original.
0: Original gangster.
1: No, no, no. Like, oh,
0: oh, like it was like a, like a short abbreviation of original. Huh. I mean, it could work. Both letters are in original. Um, and not only was this the first podcast that, you know, we had. The first kind of thing. The first podcast radio. Well, no, I like I give TJ a lot of credit because TJ, when he was working for Elvis Duran Mm -hmm. in the morning show, he did have on Apple podcast because that was like the only only place he was very early on. Yeah. And that's actually how he got his radio show in Boston and then brought up Lauren to work with him.
1: And Ronnie had uh, independent minded. Exactly. Uh, Ronnie used to work for Elvis Duran in the morning show. He was a producer and had his his podcast as well, where he would interview independent artists,
0: which he still does.
1: Does he really? Oh,
0: yeah. He still does it. When I was in Nashville most recently, uh, I was going to try to meet up with him. Actually, it was when you were there as well, mm. Carla Marie, back in February.
1: Oh, when I was speaking at the uh, conference.
0: But the night that we went out, the night that we had free, he was uh, working on finishing up a podcast or an interview or something mm, yeah. for Independent Minded.
1: But the reason
0: I, I bring those two up is they they did have podcasts before, before us. Before we did.
1: Oh, I also did a a Bachelor podcast, the first ever. I will tell. I will go to the grave with this one. It had to be the um, first ever bachelor podcast. I did a, wait, it was me, Greg T and Elizabeth Fazio, the best assistant in the yeah. world. I'm pretty sure we called it the final rose. And, um, our theme song was Daniel powder. If you had a bad day, cause he had performed that season. Whose
0: season was that? Do you remember?
1: It was the one before Desiree was the bachelorette. So whoever, what's his name? I don't know. She was on someone's season.
0: You know what's crazy is all the people that we mentioned yeah. don't work at Elvis around in the morning show anymore. It's not so TJ, cool. Ronnie, Greg T, Elizabeth, obviously us. Um, But I did. I
1: podcast. Was, they I they take you far.
0: Also did a podcast with Greg T for like three episodes. It was um, a Sons of Anarchy podcast. No, you did. So, I don't remember. And this. when we used the word podcast at the time, these were really just audio recordings that we would post on to Elvis Duran's website that
1: would play its clips
0: that would yeah you would just you'd have to literally play it from I don't, the website
1: yeah I don't even know if you could like leave the webs you know how like you can play and then go to another tab if I don't you were even on a know.
0: desktop you probably could but on a on mobile it probably would shut oh, I off I don't even know
1: if it played on mobile
0: <laughs> oh yeah that was a while ago uh Greg T was the king of starting podcasts it and then was. not finishing them but and
1: the then reason, you had one another one
0: i had one with garrett and christa stefano mm-hmm. who Krista stefano is crushing it right now um regardless of how you feel about joe rogan some people love him some people hate him Krista stefano's episode uh is this week with joe rogan yeah. and i only listened to the first 15 minutes it's pretty good so far
1: well would you have six more hours to it's go ins- i don't know
0: <laughs> listen say what you want about joe rogan i don't care i really don't like if you love him good if you hate him good I, it doesn't bother me i have no opinions on the guy no strong opinions on the guy. But uh, you know what I do have a strong opinion about? A three and a half hour long podcast.
1: Yeah, because like even radio shows, you have to keep in mind like the content part of a radio show, a daily radio yeah. show, hour, hour and a half. Like a, we were 45 minutes. Yeah, so like outside of like,
0: sports talk and news talk. Like yeah.
1: Elvis is what, 90 minutes? Yeah, about. Um, But. Three hours. I, I want to know, do they edit that podcast? Like, is it longer and like how much are those producers paid? Because that is so much, so well, much to go through.
0: I don't know what they were paid before, but I'm hoping that after he signed his $100 million deal mm. with Spotify, I hope the producers saw some sort of pay bump.
1: I mean, you never That's know.
0: always something that I've wanted to start is uh, some sort of revenue share in like the radio or podcast world where we say, okay, you, everyone that works for our team is going to get a, a – Competitive salary. Yeah. Um, And obviously, if we were starting, right, if this is our company, Carla Marie, and we were starting, I would want – it would be tough to pay people a lot of money because we just don't have a lot of it. No. Right? We're not an iHeartRadio. We're not one of those big companies with millions and millions of dollars. But I would want to say, you know what? Even if we can't pay you a lot, we're still going to try to pay you as much as we can. Mm -hmm. But if this does well, you will directly see – not a bonus, right? You will see a percentage – of what we make
1: from and like, we'll ad, all and from we'll, like all, sponsors
0: yeah and yeah. we will all sponsors uh subscriptions whatever yeah, yeah, yeah anything that we bring in events it all gets pulled together and everyone gets to eat like that's the kind of table that i want to put together i want to put together a table mm-hmm. where everyone gets to eat maybe i'll sit at the head of the table but that doesn't mean i'm eating that much more than anyone
1: else and this isn't like a pat on our back it's just an example when we would do those twitch streams with like erica john ricky and jake or even when it was just Ricky and Jake, yeah. whatever money we would bring in from that stream that night, mm-hmm. whether it was bits or I guess not subscriptions, whatever it was, like bits, and we would divide it amongst us and make yeah. sure we like gave them money because it was their time. Yeah. And John was the one that like, Venmo'd it back. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you're so cool,
0: John. Well, John's on billboards all across now California he is, now. Yeah. He's, he's big time. I know.
1: I gotta go talk to Rutgers because you know what? They did a whole. I I was on a TV commercial for Rutgers, um, the business school in Nork where I never Didn't went. Did I film that for you? No, there was a team. Oh, okay. And that was like in 2012. And now I go to the airport, and I guess it's not really a Rutgers thing. It's a New Jersey oh, thing. New
0: Jersey Hall of Fame. I know. At, at they Newark got airport. like
1: uh, uh, well, Eric LeGrand, He does pretty awesome stuff for New Jersey. I will say that. Um, then there's like. Judy Bloom, you know she's Who? great. Judy Bloom, she spoke at my graduation. What does she do? She writes amazing children's books. Oh, okay. Um,
0: and this is at Newark Airport.
1: Yeah, on like these pillars, and I'm like, "Hello." Oh, yeah, I
0: saw uh, Tony Soprano. What's his real name?
1: James Gandolfini, James Rutgers graduate. Yeah, I got Whitney
0: Houston is up there.
1: Maybe we should start putting some alive
0: people <laughs> up there. We probably should. Kelly Ripp is up there.
1: Yeah, she's my cousin. No, she's not. Yeah, she is. How? Um, When you go to Ancestry, there's Rippas uh, on oh, my family tree. just because that
0: one name is there. It has to be. Um, but back to the reason I brought all this up, right? We started by saying like seven minutes ago, this is the podcast <laughs> that started it all. And the other thing that we kicked off, and I think for some reason it didn't, maybe because podcasting was still super, super rare yeah. when TJ left. But when we left Elvis Duran in the morning show, It was oftentimes credited. Oh, because TJ was also on the air. So that's one of the reasons he was able to get a job in Boston. We weren't. We weren't full time on air people. So we got a hosting, a radio hosting gig, our own morning show in a big market based on our podcast, based on this podcast and based on you listening and interacting and all of that stuff. Um, So once that happened, it kind of like blew up. Like the industry started writing articles about what we had done from podcasting to radio. And all of a sudden, not only at Elvis Duran in the morning show, but around the country, everyone had their own podcast. And it's cool to see that it's actually worked for other people. Yeah. Erica and John can really credit their time on almost uh, almost, on air. Yeah. I was just about to say almost famous, almost on air to the jobs they hold now. And obviously they put in work other ways and whatnot in the Southern California area, but
1: it's like, um, a supplement is that the word? I was Supp- going to
0: say it's a showcase of their talents.
1: No, but I mean, like, yeah, people go from just like podcasting to radio without having radio experience. But like now, truly, people are being told in radio, you're not going to get an on-air job unless you also have a podcast, mm-hmm. and that's how they're using to quote-unquote air check.
0: And, and that's it's because the the stations, and this was even going on when we left Elvis Duran in the morning show. The stations were used to people used to, quote unquote, cut their teeth, right? Where they would go and and, and practice the uh, Tulsa's of the world, the Richmond's, the, uh, you know, Norfolk, Virginia, Grand Rapids, Michigan. They're all they don't have their own live uh, stations anymore. I mean, even like a Denver station, right? Think about this, Denver, Colorado, big city, important city. Um, Most of the stations there. Mm -hmm outside of sports and news talk yeah. don't have live people. I mean, in Denver, Colorado on an iHeart station, you've got a show from outside in the morning. You've got a show from outside at night. You've got a show from outside overnights. I think they have one live person
1: well, in that building. No, a lot of Denver. It is like just radio as an industry shooting themselves in the foot at this yeah. point. But to, I guess play devil's advocate. I don't want to say defend, but play devil's devil's advocate mm-hmm. here. Like, radio doesn't take in the amount of money like we see them say like oh we made this millions of dollars yes but like the thing about radio in the 80s and like 90s that was the place to go to advertise right oh, yeah. companies like laugh truly laugh when you're like oh add dollars on radio like yeah. i had someone it's they, usually they, just they,
0: done very poorly well, too. not it. only
1: that but people are like but who's like i'll get the question because i'll I've talked I've had several people reach out to me small businesses that I know that are like hey we're considering radio we have questions and then they come to me and they're like but who's listening to radio anymore because no one at our company does so we don't want to spend the money and so to radios I guess defense in that case that's why they're syndicating because it's easier and cheaper now again there are several executives that do nothing and makes all this money and and Ruin lives and whatever that don't need to be doing that there's money that can be rebudgeted for sure Sure. and reinvigorate the industry that's just not going to happen
0: and part of it so there is the the audience aspect right so if you listen to this podcast there's a good chance you listen you have a favorite radio station it's probably elvis duran in the morning show Mm -hmm. um if you're at least if you're on the, the east coast yeah um so it's not to say that no one listens to radio one of the things that advertisers struggle with though when they are Asked to put their money on radio, right? A salesperson from iHeart or Odyssey or yeah. Cumulus comes up and says, Oh, we got this great show and this great station. You should pay us to talk about your product. The problem they run into is when you compare advertising on radio to advertising in podcasts, advertising on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, any digital platform, yeah. there's no accountability in radio. Because the numbers that they're getting aren't real people. No. So a little back, a little like inside baseball, if you will. We've
1: explained a bit yeah. about this before.
0: So for the city, for the metro area of Seattle, which is in total just under 4 million people, mm-hmm. right? So you go from like Everett down to Tacoma and all the, the places in and around Seattle. 4 million people, just about. The ratings that represent those 4 million people actually only come from about 800 active survey participants. Mm-hmm. There are supposed to be 1,400 that are in it, but only eight, about 50% are actually active. So now you're saying, oh, well, all those numbers are saying, oh, you're, this radio station gets 2 million listens a, a week or so, whatever, it's inflated. But 600,000 listens a week, you go, okay, well, how do you prove that to me? Well, these three people in Everett listen. Well, that's three people. But
1: we have to multiply it, yeah. you know, because they're representing their area, so, their race, their gender, their age group.
0: Yeah. So when you see things, it it radio is getting hit from a lot of angles. One, like they oh. don't make a lot of money. The the ad structure isn't great, and you have executives who are lazy and don't want to actually help uh, build new talent. So yeah. luckily, we're we're lucky. We have friends who are part of that new. You know, we have Ricky, we have John, we have Erica. They're kind of the new uh New Age. New class. New class. If you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up and comers. Um I guess. I don't know.
1: But cable up, TV. Up and comers is a weird word. Yeah. Cable TV is also Yeah, same exact same, problem. The same problem. Um and I feel like a lot of the demise for demice? Demice. Demise? 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 Demise.
0: Do you say demi- demise? <laughs> like French mice? <laughs> Uh, they could be Spanish. Or they could be Spanish. <laughs> demise. <laughs> like yeah, why and, did it come out like that? Demise is Spina Gonzalez's like family. Do you see the word.
1: Do you see words when you're saying them?
0: <laughs> I mean...
1: I saw it with an S. <laughs> 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 Does this happen on Joe Rogan's podcast?
0: Uh, you no, know, wait. Thanos, he was just sitting there planning the demise of the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, it... That's right. It's demise. <laughs>
1: Why is the English language so stupid? That's not a Z. Anyway. Anyway.
0: <laughs> Please tell me about the demise.
1: Well, it was gonna be a really thoughtful thing, but now I can't.
0: Cinco demise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> three I was gonna say three blind mice, but that didn't make any sense. That's English, Carla Bray. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, man. You know what? Let's get it. We're not going to no, talk no, business no. anymore. No, I
1: have to. Okay. radio. The demise
0: of this podcast <laughs> is talking business.
1: The demise of radio and TV is going to go back to the fact that they put all of their eggs in the Nielsen bucket. Yeah. And Nielsen is the rating system that in the end is going to kill radio and TV because guess what's not judged by Nielsen anything digital and I have pro- I don't need to pay a company to look at our ratings uh, Nielsen just- does
0: have streaming numbers they do do streaming ratings
1: like live streaming
0: no I think they do numbers for for other streaming services but anyway not like important Netflix not like important. Netflix
1: and just go under the hood and be like this is what happened this is how many people watched it yeah so that then you have to trust Netflix uh, true now if there's a like third party whatever yeah but I think Like that is becoming a major issue and radio and TV are decades beyond decades into this now. And they're trying to come out of it. Like how else can we get ratings? And they just don't know what to do. Yep.
0: And part of it, I know for radio, I don't know if TV works this way, but there's big advertisers, right? So like think your agencies that represent Pepsi and Coca-Cola and stuff. A lot of times your big radio companies aren't even pitching them per radio station, right? They don't do like updates. They just say, Hey, we'll give you a share of this, this pie that we have based on your ratings, and it's like an automated thing. Yeah. But as less and less people listen mm-hmm. or, or watch, um, it becomes harder and harder to make that money. Now yeah. we're moving on because last week we asked people to text us with their dating dilemmas.
1: Now we're gonna, are we gonna like give we're, them advice?
0: We're gonna start very small and detailed, nuanced, and then get to a much bigger conversation after that because we have two great emails that were sent to us. Uh, one was from Larry, one was from Car- uh, Carly, okay? We got New Jersey and should Ohio. We just,
1: I was going to say, should we just put them together? Make them date?
0: Uh, it's going to be far, and especially when you realize what uh, okay. Larry's situation is. All right. A, a long distance thing might not be good for him. Okay. Okay. Or it might be great. So you can always email us. Hello at CarlamarineAnthony.com. What?
1: <laughs> I just started thinking about demise again. <laughs> demise?
0: The demise of this relationship. Okay, go. I can't believe you said demise.
1: My brain. On COVID, I don't have it now, but.
0: Okay, Uh, the first email we're going to get to, because this is more nuanced, it's it's very specific, is from Larry, who lives in New Jersey. Now, Larry has started talking to this woman from the Bronx. And when you look at it on a map, North Jersey to the Bronx, not very far. Like, I lived, so I lived in North Jersey, and the Yankees play in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. Door to door, if there was no traffic at all, I could probably get to Yankee Stadium in like 25 minutes. <laughs> in what
1: mythical world is okay. that?
0: But in, re- in the real world for a Yankees game, it could take me two hours. So think about that. Going 25 minutes to two hours to get to Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Okay. The only people I feel like really understand this are people from Los Angeles. In
1: Seattle.
0: <laughs> Seattle's not, I mean, Seattle's bad, but not, not normally as bad. Yeah. Um, so here's how Larry's email goes. He said, I have a little d- uh, dating dilemma. It's going to sound very small, but it's a dilemma. I'm talking to someone that lives in the Bronx and I'm from North Jersey, 30 minutes away. When we met, when we meet in the Bronx, she usually picks the time to meet. So I try to get there early, but no matter what time I leave my place, I'm always 15 minutes late. The traffic on the Cross Bronx is against me. First date, I left 45 minutes early and was 15 minutes late. Second date, I left an hour early and I was still 15 minutes late. Tomorrow will be the third time I go over And I plan on leaving one hour and 15 minutes early. Wish me luck.
1: How did did you find her? So,
0: yeah, that is a good question. But here's what I would suggest, okay?
1: When is this chick coming to Jersey?
0: Well, first off, she should make the trip to Jersey, right? It should be. But you're still early in the the process. I know, but I
1: would feel so guilty if someone just kept coming to me.
0: You know, usually they don't. I'll tell you this much. As a guy who has had to travel to go see girls, there's very rarely any guilt about the amount of time we drive going to see you guys.
1: Oh, my God. You guys, okay,
0: cool. <laughs> Girls, I should say. Um, now, you, you ladies. He says, this is the, the sentence that sticks out to me in Larry's email. He said, when we meet in the Bronx, so maybe they do meet in Jersey. When we meet in the Bronx, she usually picks the time to meet. So, what I would say to solve this dilemma, and tell me if I'm crazy, Carla Marie, I think if I am driving to see you in a place where there is always traffic to get there, I should be allowed to pick the time because well, I can then figure yeah. out better how to get there, and and it'll be more time conducive yeah. to my time. I
1: like I can't tell here if it was like is there ever a conversation where uh, Larry's like this time and she's like no this time yeah. because I think next time you're gonna go to the Bronx just be like. Hey, would you want to do something at noon or whatever time it is? So I don't know. I mean, that's like a very long distance relationship. You're better off driving to Ohio for Carly. (laughs)
0: That's where you can (laughs) take a flight easier to Ohio than driving to the Bronx. I used to um, drive for my dad. I was actually just talking to my mom and my aunt about this. So when I first got my license, I was 17 years old because that's what you get your license in in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And actually, it's illegal to drive I was as say, a 17-year-old in Manhattan and in Long Island, I believe.
1: Well, it's illegal to leave at 17. It's illegal to leave New Jersey.
0: Oh, well, I was doing it all the time. Yeah, I did it my
1: first weekend. I went to Palisades Park Mall.
0: If you don't know this, my dad Yellow. is a jeweler. And the jewelry district is on 47th Street in Manhattan. It's like 47th and 5th. So I would drive there to go to my dad's like diamond dealers and distributors and, you know, all the, the people, the backbone of the jewelry industry.
1: Right. Uncut gems.
0: Yeah. Actually, where Uncut Gems took place. They did a very good job of.
1: The nuance.
0: The, the, the very detailed things about going into like the 47th Street. I haven't watched it. Diamond dealers Uncut and stuff. Uncut Gems. And I still have friends who work there. But coming back every day, I'd go there three times a week for my dad. Jesus. Driving into New York City from North Jersey. Route 4 to, to 47th Street. There were times where it would take me three and a half hours. I would quit. Three and a half hours to drive like 30 miles.
1: Right, that's when I'd say, sorry, dad, I'm. you're on your own.
0: And most of that was because the cross Bronx was so backed up that it went into like everything around it, around like, the George Washington Bridge.
1: How did you have to, I don't, I don't, what? like I wouldn't have had the time at 17 years old to spend three hours doing that. And it's yeah, not I like know. I was like dicking around on my phone back then. Like I had cheerleading practice for hours. So I it had, was,
0: it wasn't during, it was normally during the summer after my senior year. Cause I got my, you gotta, gotta remember, I got my license in the summer. June. Um. So during the school year, I didn't do that during high school, my senior year, I, you but didn't then in college
1: things in the summer.
0: Uh, no, uh. I mean, late summer I did football, but it wasn't that bad. Um, but then when did I graduated, yeah, he'd pay me. I would do it during uh, my off days from Seton Hall because I was still living at home my freshman year. So anyway, Larry, good luck with that. <laughs> that stinks. Just driving to the Bronx is the worst.
1: Yeah, I guess we just said, send us your dating dilemmas. We didn't say we were going to help fix them.
0: No, no. I mean, I think that is a solution is maybe Larry needs to be the one to set the time.
1: Is she pissed that you're 15 minutes late?
0: Well, we'll see if they keep dating. Then we'll know. Uh, next up is, Carly. Pull this up. This oh. is Carly. That and looks it's a, long. It's a longer email, um, but it, I'll go through it quickly. And there's no problem with sending us long emails, by yeah, the way. Yeah,
1: I can just see it from far.
0: That's how we got to know Chris from uh, Texas. He would send us very long emails, and we loved them. So Carly in Ohio, and I have to read this first part. I was listening to My Day Friday and decided to write about the dating dilemma I am dealing with as a single person. Before I start, though, I just wanted to let you know that I'm a huge fan of My Day Friday, your Twitch show, and especially the morning show podcast. I listen every morning while I get ready for work. And if you have not done so yet. I mean, very short of begging you, which this is going to sound like I'm begging you anyway, uh, please listen to and subscribe to The Morning Show Podcast. It's free. It is free.
1: It's just like this.
0: But better and more and often.
1: Better. Um, also, I, <laughs> I don't just need know about to add different. that when I was a kid, I wanted my name to be Carly because I thought it was cooler. People and th- still
0: call you Carly Marie. I
1: know. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, Carly Marie is so cute. Maybe maybe if I like leave this whole industry and I want like, a new life, I'm going to go by Carly Marie.
0: You're OnlyFans. <gasps>
1: That would be a good one.
0: All right. Now getting into Carly from Ohio's email. I'm about to be 30 in a few weeks and am one of the last singles among my friends. Oh, I feel like my biggest problem when it comes to dating are time and meeting people, which are two very common issues. I work full time and I'm super close to my family. So between work plans with family and friends and then just doing basic things like working out, running errands and housework, I rarely have free time. And if I'm being honest. I would rather spend the free time I do have relaxing at home with my cats uh, and a book or binge watching a show and then rather than going out and meeting people. The majority majority of my friends that are in relationships met their significant others in high school or college, but that wasn't my experience. I'm from a pretty small town in Ohio, and I don't really even know where to meet people other than dating apps, which I'm not super comfortable with, mostly due to watching too many crime shows.
1: Oh, Fred the Mailman. We could put them together.
0: Maybe. I don't know what the the age difference is or if it matters. I'm also not super into the idea of getting married or having kids. So I guess I've never been in a rush to date. I'm pretty uh, content just doing my own thing. And I've always felt that it would be nice if I did meet someone, but it's not something I feel the need to seek out. I've rambled on long enough, but these are the things that came to mind when thinking about issues I have when it comes to dating. So thanks for taking the time to read them. You look great.
1: You look great. So here's my take on this. Okay. Because she said at the very end, these are things that came to mind about issues on dating. She also said she was very, she's content. Mm -hmm. To me, that's not Carly's dating dilemma. That's just the society making her think that this is a dating dilemma. She's not like, I'm sad and I'm alone and I want, I need someone. If someone comes along in her life that fits into her life with some minor changes, obviously we all make uh, sacrifices. I make none. And compromises, and re- <laughs> Anthony once told me he doesn't make compromises, so that's a that was a thing. But anyway, I, and I will explain more, I'll let Anthony, like, give his thought, but I think you're fine. The, the, and again, like, if you get invited somewhere and you know there's new people, just go. It is always mm-hmm. great to talk to new people. You learn things about yourself when you do that, but, like, forcing yourself to go on dates, especially in your 30s when you get to the point, it's like, it's not fun anymore.
0: So I'm going to agree and disagree with okay. you, Carly And then I'm going to pull pull one thing from um, Carly's email that I think is very strong and one place where I think okay. she can use some improvement or at least not even improvement, a mindset adjustment adjustment. OK, okay? because a lot of things, especially in the dating world. And a lot of things in life really come down to your perception of them, right?
1: We need to do speed dating in every city.
0: So I did want to do a Twitch show where we do a dating show. Anyway, um, <laughs> so here's a couple things. Number one, I agree with you, Carla Marie, in that I don't think Carly necessarily has a dilemma on right. her hands. Um, I disagree in the idea, your perception of dating as you enter your 30s, right? Late 20s, early 30s. If you look at anything as an inconvenience, it is an inconvenience, Mm -hmm. right? Doing the dishes is an inconvenience, but you need to do the dishes to have clean plates.
1: So I got to look at doing the dishes as fun? No. And it won't be an inconvenience? But you have to look at it
0: as a step towards a goal you are trying to achieve.
1: Okay. Then if you're just – but that's not a goal Carly's trying to achieve. You're just saying to me that –
0: so this is but this is going back to there's like I said, there were four things I was going to talk uh, oh. about. One was agreeing with you. One was disagreeing okay. with you. so I agree that Carly is actually not in a bad place. No, uh, not that doesn't mean it's not a dilemma. I just don't think it's a bad place to be.
1: You said it wasn't a dilemma. Yeah, when you
0: no no, no. let me explain. OK, <laughs> um, I just disagree on the oh, dating is such a hassle type perception of dating um, because I, I come from the, the school of thought where meeting people is awesome meeting people when you don't have expectations to place on those people is even better. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think Carly is in an awesome spot.
1: Yes. I agree with you. Because
0: on if, if you're not in a rush to get married, have kids, if you don't have outside forces or internal forces that you feel are pushing you towards this status, this relationship status, mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, family status, you're in a great place because now you can look at everything Honestly, you can go out yep. on a date, whether it's someone you meet at the workplace, someone you meet at an event, someone you meet a stranger at a bar that you that you hit it off with. You can go out, you can say, Oh, let's let's go grab a drink. Don't even call it a date. Hey, what are you doing next Friday? Do you want to go grab a drink at this other bar or meet back here? Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. You go you go There's into no that yeah. with no exactly no pressure, and it's phenomenal.
1: And especially for Carly who Has made it clear that she, you know, getting married and having Mm -hmm. kids is not something she's like rushing to do. Right. So there's no, you can meet someone when you're 60. Like there's no time limit. There's no ticking clock. That's like, hurry up. That's it. It's all going to dry up. Like it doesn't matter.
0: So, but here's the one thing that I think could use an adjustment. Okay. In the, the, I know what
1: you're going to say. And I, I don't agree. Okay. What that she's binging TV shows and watching and sitting with her cats. Partly. Okay.
0: Okay. And the only reason I say there's an attitude adjustment okay. or a philosophy, a philosophical adjustment, if you will, is Carly also said in the email that one of the things she does. Um, where is it working out? OK, mm-hmm. so working out's an interesting thing to look at because working out is understanding there is a. A future goal of some sort, whether it's overall health, whether it's longevity, whether it's happiness, uh, right. there's a lot. And you're putting in time today to reap the rewards later, right? So and sometimes you might. Ha- I know I do. I hate going to the gym sometimes because I'm just it. tired yeah. or I have so many other things on my mind, but I still make that, that sacrifice that day because I know down the road I will be happier than I went today. Mm-hmm. And I think you can look at the dating world similarly. Like, yeah, there are times where you might have made a date plan three weeks ago and it gets to that day and you're like, oh shit, I'm so tired yeah. today. I don't, I don't know if I want to do yeah. this. Maybe I'll cancel. But the long-term outlook on going on dates, getting out of the house and not, and I think we put too much pressure on going on dates, but just getting out of the house to do things. Mm-hmm. The long-term rewards are really important, right? Right. Because when you're old, all of us, when we are old, if we make it that long, we're going to have kind of no option other than just sitting at home with our cats and our books and our TV shows. Yeah. Right.
1: Or not. At some
0: point, at some point that becomes your life. Look at every grandparent you've seen and they could be active, right? Like my grandmother up until very late would walk to the grocery store in town, do all of those things.
1: Yeah, But Um, if it makes you happy. Yes.
0: But much like the gym scenario, the working out scenario, if you know that the work today is going to make you happier in the future, then it's worth it. Much like investing, much like going to the gym, much like a lot of those things where your reward is down the road. It's not today, even though with the gym, it's a little different because you do have endorphins and they make you yeah. feel better in the moment. Um,
1: but maybe it, but maybe going on a date with someone won't make her life
0: Again, sometimes. again, we have to just, it's not just going out on dates. It's just going out with friends. Even if you're going out with your friends who have significant others.
1: I will say that as much as I'm always like, Oh my God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to make a plan. I always feel good making the plan. Exactly. And I think for Carly dates aside, what things with friends or whatever it may be, if new people are there, if you like make yourself do it next time Mm -hmm. and see how you feel afterwards. Yeah.
0: And I, I love the idea of going into all of this. With very little expectations, right? If you can go out with your friends who have significant others and just have a good time, you don't need to go meet someone when you're with them. Yeah. You can go out with your single friends, which apparently there are a few of remaining. Um, but don't worry, you'll have more down the road because your friends that are in relationships, at least a couple of them are going to break up. Yeah. It'll so, <laughs> so you'll have more single friends. Um, but going out with them with no expectations is a really strong base for all of your activities. Yeah. If you said, Carly, in the email, I need to have a boyfriend or the clock is ticking. I'm, you know, because women say that.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm almost 30 and I'm still single. Blah, blah, blah. That's a whole different discussion. But I love where Carly's head is at in terms of like, hey, I'm I'm content. Yeah. And I'd love to be content, possibly, with another person if it works out. And I think that's really strong.
1: So what I was going to say is uh, last week when you said something about email us about dating dilemmas, I said I was going to say something for next week that I actually was randomly thinking about dating wise. And it pertains to Carly, which is bizarre. I like randomly thought like if you and I break up and Mm. end things, I thought to myself, I don't like I don't think I'm going to try to date other people like not even like, oh, I'm going to take like six months off or whatever. Like I think at that point. In my life, whenever it is, I will have decided, like, I'm good. I'm just going to be the cool aunt, and I'm going to... Oh, so
0: you're saying not only would you not try, but, like, you would you be trying to stay by yourself for the rest of your life? I think so. Why?
1: Because this relationship is, like, I know I won't, like, find anything else like this without, like, I don't, like, like this, and I don't, not trying to, like, get mushy. Mm-hmm. It just works so well in so many ways, mm-hmm. and... I don't like, I don't think I would want to try again. I know I've been in relationships before where I'm like, oh, I can't imagine being with anyone. It's not that. It's not like I'd be holding on to this. It's like I don't I don't want to do it. I'll meet new people. I'll
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: have sex with random people, whatever it is, whatever it may be. But I think that I would just like my alone time at that point. And that's why like I see what Carly's saying mm-hmm. where I don't know. Maybe I'd move to another country and just start a new life and maybe I would meet someone. But I don't like, I just had this thought of like, if it's not this, I don't think it's anything for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, I'm flattered, I um, guess. <laughs> <laughs> and it guess. wasn't
1: and it was wasn't about you. It was more about me.
0: So. Um, I, I disagree, but here's the interesting thing. Like if we broke up or whatever, I've never really in my life tried right. to date. And this is going to sound... <laughs> this is going to sound like the athlete that doesn't work out, but still wins like state championships. <laughs> I've done pretty well for myself, but I think I've done well for myself because I've always had a very easy going approach to relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I would, I just enjoy my life and this is what why I like what Carly's saying. I just enjoy my life. I like, I enjoy going out with my family, my friends by myself, whatever. Yeah. And I've been fortunate enough where my path has crossed with some pretty incredible people and it worked out, but I never really, I was never in a situation where I was like, Oh man, I'm single. I need to have a girlfriend now or something like that. It always just kind of worked out. And, but part of it was, I've always been someone who goes out. Yeah. Right. I don't like staying home very often. So it, with, with, my lifestyle and my approach, they both work together very well. You know, there's, there's a meme go- that always goes around every now and then. And it's just like, you know, I, I would love to meet my blah, 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 my favorite person, yeah. this and that. Um, but I'm also not leaving my house. So they kind of have to break in. Oh and, yeah. You unless know. they knock
1: on my door or whatever. Yeah. No. So and I, I don't w- think I would do that. I think like the, the thought of like, I wouldn't act. I wouldn't, I would basically live my life like you essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I wouldn't actively, I wouldn't even be on dating apps. I don't think I, I just like, I got things to do. I want to enjoy my life, and I wouldn't need anyone else like holding me back. Is yeah. where my headset, my headset, yeah.
0: You're wearing a headset. You're wearing <laughs> headphones.
1: <laughs> mindset, babe. Yes, mindset. What is going on? Where my mindset would be, and the
0: demise of your date, the demise of your dating. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I don't know. I I think that that's at least what I would do for. I don't know, a long, a lot of years. Yeah,
0: but and I th- I bet you, Carla Marie, a lot of people have had that thought. Yeah. A lot of people have gone through divorce. A lot of people have gone through hard breakups. And then the next thing you know, six months later, they find their person. Um, so I, I don't think there's ever a playbook in dating. That's the important thing. I think having an open mind mm-hmm. throughout the entire process while you're dating while you're single while you're dating while you're in a relationship you have to have an open mind and understand that things and perceptions and ideas change um and you're just trying to make the best of a weird world where nothing makes sense because you're emotional and emotions generally no. don't make sense
1: you can't say that unless you watch inside out
0: i can't say emotions don't make sense unless i watch a pixar movie i have been Is telling it pixar you or dreamworks who makes that I don't know. Is it a Disney property? Yeah. Okay. I have
1: been telling you for years that you need to watch that movie because I think it would be like therapy for you. Am
0: I the little red man? The little red, the angry guy? Yeah. Isn't that the anger guy? I think so. Yeah. So
1: you're going to watch that. Okay. And and Spice World, which I asked you Ooh. to watch the first few months of this podcast when we started in 2014.
0: Every boy and every girl. And then Spices I bought up it on DVD. People of the world, spice up your life. Just because you know. What is the next word? It's like, hi, see ya. Hold tight. Uh, it's, oh, because it's it's high and different. Oh, yeah. No, hi, see ya. It's so like hello, goodbye. Uh, Yes. What is it? There's like a meaning to it, even though it, it sounds like gibberish at the time.
1: <laughs> la, la, la,
0: la Which, by the way, Spice Up Your Life. Is that the name of the song? Yeah. Much better song than Wannabe. I'm going to say it. Hi. What? Much better song than Wannabe. Be.
1: No. Hi Ja. Hi AJI. C-
0: oh, so that, I think it's like hello in three languages or something, right? Or something like that. There's there's I, a I'm, translation. I know, there's
1: people screaming in their cars right now, but I'm
0: Yeah. It. But guess what? Here's the best part of Twitch. If you were on Twitch, you could be yelling at us, which is what we do Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. In this podcast though, you just got to sit and listen to us be dumb and talk about the demise of the demise of the world.
1: Uh, according to this tweet, hi C and Ja. Are yes in Japanese, Spanish, and German.
0: Oh, C. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So it's yes, yes, yes. Hi, C. Yeah. Yes. Well, C. We all know means. Si. Yeah, Si. In Spanish, it means hello. Or I'm sorry, <laughs> it means yes. I just had hello still in my head. Well, Carla Marie, we've agreed that dating is interesting. We've agreed that Spice Up Your Life is a better song than Wannabe. No, we haven't. We have.
1: No. I said
0: it first, which means we agree on it.
1: It's not fun. It's a better song. It's, no, it's got like a like... Um, people love the world, Spice Up Your Life. It's not as fun. It doesn't have like that fun jingle to it. It like, it's fun, but it's not as fun as like mm. Wannabe. is like, skip down the hallway, 90s pop, take me back and never let me leave again. Please. Like, if I could just what? go back to oh. 90s... like. There are no good pop songs anymore. There are no, like mm. Billie Eilish, amazing. Very talented artist.
0: She's, she's more of like an alternative pop artist, like, right?
1: Like, it died to Katy Perry. That's it. There's no more like bubblegum, fun, sing-along pop. Shawn Mendes. Dua Lipa. Mm. Are you
0: kidding me? Dua Lipa, first off. She doesn't refer to herself as pop. I don't care what she 1st you, You're not allowed. See, here's the thing about pop music is you can't tell the world whether you're pop music or not. Drake is a pop artist. No, he's not. Yes, he is because he's a hip-hop artist at his core, right? Like, that's what he started as. But his music
1: is... She's disco, that's right. Disco house R&B. Disco's not a real thing
0: in 2022.
1: No, it is. It is. Everything is.
0: But my, but my, my original point, though, is... Drake, Dua Lipa, Imagine Dragons would never consider themselves a pop group, and whether you like them or not... They are a pop group because their music is popular, and as long as you're at the top of the charts, okay. right? You're one of the most streamed okay, songs, so one of the most played are rock, songs on pop. YouTube. Pop is a pop is a catch-all. I know that. anything can be pop. Okay,
1: so you Therefore, and I do You and I had this conversation a few weeks ago, okay? And I asked you this question. You did not have an answer. What I said. So you tried telling me that anyone could be pop, yeah. right? What you just said. Then what was Britney Spears?
0: So that category of pop would be known as bubblegum pop.
1: Okay, that's what I'm saying. All so there's I'm no bubblegum pop anymore. Th- and then I said that and you ignored it. Wait, I- you said it today? Yes. I- what? Oh, my God.
0: I didn't hear it. I
1: literally said the words pop and then I said, well, like bubblegum oh, pop. Well, I was probably oh already God.
0: offended by the time you said pop that I didn't listen to the rest yes. of the words.
1: So, like, I mean, the last, like, bubblegum pop song that came out was the Shawn Mendes one. What? That was like, uh, uh you say the words fast.
0: What? <laughs> the Japan one?
1: What? Should what
0: I... about BTS? Does K-pop not count?
1: No, uh, there's nothing holding me back. Treat you better. There's nothing holding me. No, back. treat you better. Slow. There's nothing holding me back.
0: No, 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 no. That one? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. There's a oh, flight. To, is it flight to Japan? There's a Shawn Mendes song that like they pushed a little bit, but it didn't yeah. do, do very well. I don't
1: know what's been going on. My search on my Safari like. Only Let's me lost click. in
0: Japan, is the name of the song.
1: I need I need to do
0: something. so. So what is BTS? I know they they are K-pop, but would we then just consider them like bubblegum pop? Because K-pop is really like pop on steroids. It's meant to take all of the the pieces of pop music and just make them as exaggerated as possible. So like the same things it's that made its
1: own thing. It's K-pop.
0: But doesn't the K just stand for Korean. Korean uh, Is that what it stands for? Let's yes. let me make sure before if it doesn't, I
1: doesn't. Then I just this is news
0: to me. Uh, what did K-pop mean? Yeah, South Korea. Just making sure it didn't have like some weird meaning. And we were just attributing it. But so K-pop is just Korean pop. So bubblegum pop would have been a pop, right? It would have been American pop.
1: A pop. No, you, you're not. Ma- no, why? You just made something up. OK.
0: Anyway, this is a discussion for another day. Don't forget next week. We've got a big announcement. I really hope you can be here for it. It's a big My Day Friday announcement. So that is June 3rd, 2022. 2022. Because we know you can listen to this whenever. So June 3rd, 2022. Make sure you are listening to the My Day Friday podcast. Mm -hmm. We are going to announce something. And you're going to want to make sure that you know about it first. Yes. That's all that we are going to say today. Carla you got anything? Oh. <laughs> what? Come on, on with it.
1: Today, Friday, I posted to my Instagram story uh, a little question box thing that I am looking for what's trending suggestions. Mm. So help me do my job for the Morning Show podcast and let me know like your favorite products because my thing that I said in there is I literally can't try and find everything mm-hmm. in the world. So I need your help.
0: All right. Well, we are out of here. Thank you very much for uh, spending the last 40 or so minutes with us, about 44, if you will. Thank you. Enjoy your weekend.